0: Uh, in town, there was, there was two nonprofits actually being uh, representing the ocean research community: Core, the Consortium for Ocean Research and Education, and our mission was the uh, the advocacy of ocean research and education. The Joint Oceanographic Institutions uh, was also in town uh, with the same board makeup as, as Core, and they did the large ocean program management for the community. So, to make a, a stronger voice and and get more consolidated with our efforts in D.C., we decided to. Uh, to merge the two organizations together and as of 1 June of this year uh, the Consortium for Ocean Leadership was stood up as a nonprofit representing the, uh, the ocean research community and education community for both advocacy and for large program management. So obviously we need, we need support in, in, in Congress because they're the, they're the folks that authorize and, and appropriate the funds that go to ocean research and education so you do need some champions on the hill to help us uh, further those investments. Senator Hollings was uh, was a strong supporter of our oceans and he retired a couple years ago and we've seen a little bit of a, a reason why he was our champion, so we've been working hard getting some champions back on the hill. I think we've got some, uh, some great support in the House with the House Ocean Caucus, uh, almost 60 members now. Uh, Congressman Sam Farr from California is the co-chair and very, very active and very supportive for us. Uh, Senator uh, Feinstein and Boxer are both very supportive of ocean issues for us on the Senate side, so uh, California has really been uh, up front there with helping us in ocean research and, uh, issues on the, on the hill. And so I, you know, I think there's some hope and we're, we're working on it. We, uh, we developed the, our advocacy plan, what our priorities are for each year by going out and canvassing all the members. And we're close to 100 members now of CORE and we, they're all involved with all aspects of ocean research and education, including the aquarium of, of, of the Pacific, and ask them what are their priorities, what, are we, what should we be working on. We take all those inputs, we collate them, we look at what's happened in the previous budget, what's going on on the Hill, what the latest uh, issues are, and then we prepare what we call Ocean's Eleven, which are 11 uh, issues that we're going to address in the coming uh, Congressional year, uh, go back out to our members, out, get their approval for it, and uh, and those are what we work on for the year, and they, they expand everything from Marine mammals and in, in sound all the way up to the investment in ocean research to oceans and human health. They range the the gamut of ocean issues. I've been involved with ocean research and education now for almost ten years. Uh, over three years in the Navy as the oceanographer of the Navy, and now six years at, at head of CORE. And I'm absolutely convinced the the fundamental thing we've got to really work on is ocean literacy. We need to have more people aware of our ocean issues so they know how to how to deal with them, how to get in front of their congressional folks, and say I want to. Do more about ocean, uh, uh, our ocean issues. So I've been promoting ocean literacy. is probably my number one, uh, my number one goal. Uh, and I was shopping around, and I finally found a, a gentleman that would help me do this. And, and Two years ago, we had a ocean literacy conference at the Aquarium of the Pacific, which was very, very good and very, very successful, in my opinion. We had uh, over 80 scientists and and uh, teachers and. And the media outlet folks here, and it was a wonderful round uh, roundtable discussion on ocean literacy in general, and it spawned out some reports and now some more some more work in ocean literacy. So I, I think that was the birth of a lot of good ocean literacy work.